0: May these words of my mouth and this meditation of all of our hearts be pleasing in your sight, Lord, our rock and our redeemer. Amen. This morning, Tina, our fabulous director of Christian formation, asked me my Myers-Briggs personality type. Let me just say, if you are ever asked that, your first question should be, why do you want to know? (laughs) Because when I confidently announced that I am an ENFP, Tina smiled and said, you're Peter. Apparently, there is a saint equivalent for each personality type, And I'm Peter, Peter who hops out of the boat, Peter who wants to foolishly build a shelter for Jesus, Moses, and Elijah, Peter who does any number of things without thinking through them and seemingly has no filter, that Peter. I don't want to be Peter, but I do relate to him in the gospel lesson that we heard tonight. So maybe I'm doomed. When Peter saw Jesus coming toward him with a towel wrapped around his waist and a basin full of water, Peter proclaims, You will never wash my feet. Perhaps this is because he can only see Jesus as his leader and never as a servant. Or perhaps it could be that Peter is too proud to be waited on by Jesus. It's likely a bit of both. And in our churches, and St. John's is certainly no exception, I see a lot of of the latter. I cannot ask for anything. I am meant to help, not be helped. I don't want people to know that I'm in need emotionally, spiritually, or practically. There was a great deal of conversation around this in the pastoral care book study I held before Lent. How do we create a space at St. John's where it's okay to be vulnerable? Where it truly feels safe to ask for help? How do we convince our people to allow us to care for them in their need? How can we get them to trust us to wash their feet. We are part of a can-do culture, and we are a community of folks here who all want to help others, but often cannot ask for help ourselves. But listen to what follows in this conversation between Jesus and Peter. Unless I wash you, you have no share with me. If allowing Jesus to wash his feet allows Peter to have a share with Jesus, I would want to dive right in as well. Lord, not just my feet, but my hands and my head also. Peter is all in. At least for the moment. Peter wants a deeper relationship with Jesus, a share with Jesus. My friends, I cannot deny that I'm a bit like Peter. We held a family service in the St. Francis Chapel last night. It included details from every day of Holy Week, including a foot washing. I knelt on the floor and washed sweet Walker Baxa's feet. I pulled off his rain boots and peeled off his socks and the whole while I spoke quietly to him. Have you ever had your feet washed? Would you like to know why we do this? And he nodded yes with his eyes wide open. I explained about Jesus' time, sandals, and dusty roads, and that servants washed the feet of all who entered houses. He and I agreed that moms still don't much like dirty shoes or feet in the house today. I explained to him that Jesus washed his friend's feet to show them how to care for one another. He watched intently everything that I was doing. His best audience I've had in a long time. When we were finished and his feet were dried, he jumped down from the chair, grabbed his boots, and ran to his mom. With the enthusiasm only a five-year-old could muster, he announced, That felt good. Mom, you do not want to miss this. Out of the mouths of babes, it felt good to be cared for, to be touched, to be spoken to, to be washed by a member of his community, a person in his community he could trust And it was such a special experience. He didn't want anyone to miss out. I think Walker might be an ENFP as well, a fellow Peter, ready to have his head and his hands washed right along with his feet. We were all in to share with Jesus. Holy Week thus far has been a literal feast for the senses. We lent our voices to the passion last Sunday, and we were bathed in the incense rising like our prayers to God. We heard of Jesus' feet being covered in expensive perfume on Monday. We could practically smell the fragrance through the words. We imagined ourselves as children of light on Tuesday. And we were plunged into darkness and heard the haunting chanting of the choir last night. And we could practically feel that earthquake as the sound rumbled through the cathedral. And tonight, tonight we will feel water splashing over our feet Perhaps some of the first water some of us have felt in church since our baptism. The water we pour out as an activity, as an act of humility and service, and the water we allow someone else to pour over us as an act of trust. It's our chance to share with Jesus our chance to share with community. This day, this Maundy Thursday, is so named for a Latin phrase, mandatum novum, a new commandment. And Jesus said in this reading, I give you a new commandment, that you love one another just as I have loved you. You also should love one another. On this eve of Good Friday, Jesus, knowing all that is to come for him, betrayal by Judas, disappointment that his friends couldn't even stay awake, the trial, the crucifixion to come, Jesus tre- teaches through his words and actions the best way to create community for his friends by serving others and allowing others to serve us. The new commandment is not simply to love others, period, but to love one another. That, my friends, is a two-way street. That, my friends, is a give and take. That is washing feet and being vulnerable enough to let someone else wash yours. It is diving all in with the abandon of an ENFP like Peter, like Walker, opening not only all of our senses to Holy Week and beyond, but opening our hearts as well. Be vulnerable allow others in, feel worthy of help, build community, love one another.